going to go live in one. Nick's, Nick's coming in in a second. Joe. My fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. gentlemen welcome back to another episode of we the people radio we lost our guest i don't know what happened to him uh but welcome uh hope he's there he's there in the uh the back office i don't know what's going on joey can we hear you right i can see you guys and i just can't we lost your camera um i didn't do anything i was just try sitting back, there try backing out and back and back in i don't know what happened <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> let's see Difficulties. While he's figuring that out, uh, shout out to our sponsors, Chris Cream's number one topical in the game, 21-time Cannabis Cup Award winning, the best pain cream in the world. Uh, I, I love this stuff. I use it every single day. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPR, USA for 15% off. Also our forever sponsor, Sirius CBD. Go to Sirius-CBD.com, pick up the number one CBD on the planet. Uh, it is still live. I talked to Justin's uh, partner, and she is still producing product. So uh, put it. Go to serious-cbd.com. Code WPRUSA. There he is. Uh, there we go. And can't forget to join Mikey Pillow Gang. Uh, go to mypillow.com or mystore.com/slash/WPRUSA to get tons and tons of discounts on your Giza sheets, your chancletas. You can't forget slippers. Gotta love it. Winter's coming up. Go to mypillow.com/slash/WPRUSA. Well, welcome in, guys. Uh, we got a really fun episode today. Uh, this is long overdue. We tried to do this a couple times, uh, and we're finally getting the man on the show. Uh, welcome to the show, former uh, gov- governor candidate and still fighting strong, former middleweight champ and host of Gloves Off podcast. Welcome to the show, Joey Gilbert. Thanks for coming on. Man. 
Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. It's cool to be on here. Welcome. Yeah, yeah we're, well, super, we're super excited. Like I said, uh, while the intro is going, uh, we got a lot to talk about with what's going on with your case. I know you got a lot going on. You're still fighting the good fight, rightfully so. Uh, Nevada is one of the most corrupt states there is. I live out here in sunny Las Vegas, and uh, Shithead Steve is no no fan, uh, fan of mine. We'll just say that. Um, yeah. And Dr. Simone Gold is, is a political prisoner. Uh, there's a lot going on. So let's let's start let's start with this then. Give us an update of what you got going on in your fight as far as against this corrupt establishment. We have an AG that doesn't even have didn't even pass the bar. We got so much corruption in Nevada. It is what 49th or 50th most corrupt state as far as election integrity goes. Oh, it was ranked top 50 50th in the nation. Just same with our schools, inflation. It's all it's all the worst of the worst. And that's where we're at here in Nevada. And so we're, we're continuing to fight. And, and, and it's necessary. Like I can't, I, I I'm so upset that Joe Lombardo is the candidate. You should have been the guy I, from the time you announced your candidacy and you see all of your campaigning. You had so many people showing out for your events. I, I, I had the opportunity to meet your team down in Phoenix at one of the great awake, uh, wow. the great awakening tour with Clay Clark. I met Travis down there. Um, really good, really good guy. Uh, love what you guys are doing. And I was so pumped. I was like, man, we finally got a guy who's going to fight for us and actually do the right thing and implement in election integrity and, and get rid of these mandates. Like Vegas is one of the first people to lock down as far oh, as horrible. bring back the mask mandates. So uh, what's going on with your appeal process? I know you're in an appeal process. What's going on with that? So, yeah. So, look, I mean, as you said, it. you know, we we won every straw poll in the state. We we're the only candidate endorsed by the Nevada GOP. In fact, they put Lombardo to a vote. And 31 percent voted for him to be moved to the ballot and voted to be endorsed and 70, you know, one for me. And then when they put it to actual who got to vote, I mean, who, who was going to be endorsed? I got 68 percent of the vote. Got to remember, there were 16 candidates running. So um, to, to get this kind of support was big time. And it wasn't a little bit like you said, every event was hundreds of people, if not thousands. I mean, we just put it on them like you can't imagine. We had the grassroots support statewide. And so, you know, then the primary happens and on election night, I'm sitting there with my team and actually on the secretary of state website, I'm winning by two points when they call the race for Joe Lombardo in Vegas. And it just was like, get out of here. I mean, we, we you know, we were winning, you know, 15 out of 17 counties major and we did win Las Vegas two to one. We won Reno and the rest of the state three to one. And, you know, what's funny is so since this has all gone down, I filed a lawsuit um, you know, we, we lost on a you know, motion for summary judgment. The judge did not agree that a, a material issue of fact needed to be decided. I don't know how that's possible when we're challenging the results of the election uh, with math and provided the evidence of the uh, algorithm that was used. And the judge even went as far to say is that there was, you know, there, there was, you know, something awry there. There was, there was an algorithm. There was, you know, something that was, you know, obviously, uh, you know, not supposed to be there for lack of words. To the Internet? It was the machines connected to the Internet. There was no chain of custody. They started counting the ballots a week early without observations. I could go on and on and on stuff that would make you sick. Forty four thousand independents were not allowed to vote because of a little snafu with the DMV. So you name it. It just it, it, there was every little bit of things you can you can possibly count on people bringing ballots in from unmarked, you know, from uh, with states with cars with out of state plays, excuse me out-of-state plates all throughout the night. We have pictures. We have video. We had surveillance done. 
So we have it all. Like, I mean, I really, really mean that when I say that, that we have it all. But it's a matter of getting this in front of a court, getting it in front of the people so, so we the people can see what's going on. Because I'm telling you right now, that's going to be the deciding factor here. You're seeing so much of it across the nation. In every state, there's election election issues, election fraud happening. So every we day. have to push this. And if we can't get into court uh, this way, we have to consider an appeal. We have to consider a reconsideration motion or uh, going through another avenue and, and going in federal court. Because here's the, here's what's happening. To give it to you guys 100% straight, there's no way right now, given the time frame involved, that I will get myself on the ballot. And that's something we have to really consider. Mm-hmm. You know, if, what's the point? Is it to, is, Are we suing just to sue, to make noise for principle? Or do we really want to win something? Well, I wanted to win something. I didn't do this bullshit, pardon my French, no, for two didn't. years of my life, give up 18 months of my life and go bust my ass and smash this guy, literally starch him and then have it stolen from me. And I'm just going to walk away. Like that's not, that doesn't, that's not how it works. Not in, not in boxing, not in life. And if you get knocked down, you're going to punch back. So I will take this as far as I need to take it. So eventually we, the people must be allowed to hire and fire whoever the hell we want to. And right now you can't do that in America. You have to sit back and let these clowns be selected and then they're going to make decisions for you, your children. If you're going to wear a mask, shut your business, have some unproven medical modality, you know, you know, injected into you. So this is so much more than election integrity for me. It's about, you know, respecting the rights and the will of we the people, because the only thing that separates us in America, the only thing that makes us equal is our vote. And right now we don't have that. Not anymore. Not anymore. I, I, there, there is there is hope. I, and we are overwhelming a lot of the 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 rigging and fraud. And, you know, you see it in, in Wyoming with Liz Cheney, you see it in Arizona with Kerry Lake, who's doing an amazing job. She got no national media coverage yet dominated her, her prime, her primary. Um, you know, I really wish that that happened for you as well. I, I Well, you I, know, in, in Arizona, not to cut you up, but they, oh, we don't have even the ability to vote in person by paper. So you could still do that. So she was very smart. Same thing. I was telling my people vote on person and in person on election day, and if we could send everybody in with the blue ballpoint pens to vote, but the problem is in Nevada, you already hit the nail on the head. Most corrupt in the nation, one of the most, if le- at least the top two, next to you know Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, forget about it, okay, or, or Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. But at Wayne the end of the day, too, if yeah. we could have got those guys in there with the ballpoint pens and overwhelmed it, I believe we could have done something similar to Kerry Lake. But you can't do that right now where they got the machines and the paper ballots. It, I mean, it, excuse me, the mail-in ballots. And, and we're allowed to ballot harvest out here in Nevada uh, as well. It's insane, dude. Huge. <laughs> like, the fact that that's allowed, like, Andrew is laughing. I tell people it's that. You're, you're laughing. I tell people that in Florida. They said, wait, what? I said, ballot harvesting is legal in Nevada. What you just saw in 2000 Meals, you could do that in Nevada. And they just shook their heads like, how is that possible? I said, I, it just is, man. It, it just it, it's is crazy. It went from being run by the mob, which, in my opinion, Vegas was way better when it was ran by the yeah, mob. Yeah, probably did a better job. <laughs> yeah, the current mob that's that's running it right now because Vegas is a disaster. Like you have, I, I call him Shithead Steve. That's my name for him. Uh, he doesn't deserve the respect of, of his full name. Um, but Shithead Steve, nobody likes him, and Lombardo is his bitch. He always has been. I never understood that. That I I don't get why. Trump endorsed him in the first place. I and mean, that's a whole nother argument and a whole nother discussion. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought you were there. I thought you were the man for sure. 
Um, but I, I do know I, I, my good, our good friend Steaks for Breakfast, they have a lot of guys in the Trump cabinet and the, that are very close to Trump, like Cash Patel and things like that. He doesn't necessarily make all those decisions, um, unfortunately. No. Um, and uh, he's got people telling him wrong numbers. Uh, it happened in New Jersey a lot. It happened. It's happening in uh, Washington State with Joe Kent, uh, things like that. Uh, people are in his ear. And uh, it's unfortunate. I thought you were the, the guy. And I, I don't think that that swayed anybody, though. That's the thing. Like As much support as Donald Trump gets for his endorsements, nobody likes Joe Lombardo out here. Nobody likes him. You ask anybody. They're like, yeah, he's, he sucks. Like, we need to get him out of here. He's one of the worst sheriffs we've ever had. And he's been in since, what, 2014? Yeah, it's the crime has exploded there. Everything's a disaster. You know, talk to guys on Metro. It just – it really is disheartening. I'll tell you something, you know, you don't realize it. And until you actually go through it, like we can watch people on the outside, but until you put up everything you, you, you own your reputation, all everything you've worked hard for your entire life, law firm, you know, like I said, name, family, and you risk it all. And then, you know, you sink about 250 K into it personally, not including your time. Uh, and then, you know, you run that hard and you beat this guy. There's 30,000 votes to 105,000 votes. Literally three to one. We have the math. We have the data. It's crystal clear. And they take it from you. Let me tell you something. I mean, I've been hit low. I've been I've been down before. But this is just sucks. And I know why they do it, too. They want to humiliate you. They don't want they want you out. They want you to feel like these people that didn't crush it. And how long have they been doing this? That's another thing you got to think about. Like how many great candidates that would have come in and done so much good for their respective communities were shut out because of these scumbags, these establishment uniparty scumbags. These corrupt career politicians, they all got to go. Every single one of them, we got to vote them out and they should never be allowed to be in power again. And that's where we're at. And until we fix this, we're going to have this thing on repeat. And again, you know, like I don't know Lombardo personally. I got nothing against him. But I'll say this, you know, after the the win, everyone's like, you got to swing behind him. It's for the party. And I said, hold on a second. Come out. First of all, you know, this guy doesn't on the on the debate when we debated this guy who, as you said, no one likes the guy. He by no means has run a great campaign. You didn't even see him campaigning. If he showed up anywhere, he got booed and heckled. It was embarrassing, right? And then at the debate, his closing statement, which he could have done something like, hey, we've worked hard, but he goes on to say, for all, for all you know, um, practical purposes, this primary is over. I got the endorsement of President Trump. I've got the you know, most money. I'm leading in the polls. And it was like, who the heck? And then he storms out of there. And I just, at that moment, I knew. I said, something's going on here. Because there's no way this guy that not a single person in Vegas that I ran into liked him uh, was going to win this thing. And so then election night comes. And still this day, I fly across this state. I go anywhere. People stop me. Hey, we voted for you. I can't find anybody that walks up and says, sorry, I voted for Joe. Um, It just doesn't happen. But listen, you know, they wanted me to get behind him. And the reason I tell you that is I made a list of things that I said, this is something he's going to have to do. He's going to have to say that these machines are rigged. And that, you know, we've got to get away from the machines. we got to go back to precinct level voting, paper ballots, hand counted, mm-hmm. clean the voter rolls, voter ID, no more universal mail-in ballots. You know, we can do the, the uh, you know, if you need them, you know, if you need the, app, you know, what do you call yeah, it? Absentee ballot. Absolutely. That's it. But you got to request it. you got to provide ID. Out of everything, he wouldn't touch the no more machines. That apparently was his sticking point. And that's all I had to hear. So that's the one thing you won't agree to. And it's the only thing in Nevada. We're the only state that has no more paper ballots, no more anything. So if you vote on election day, you're in waiting to go on a machine. And in Nevada, Republicans that came into certain precincts, they guided you to one or two machines in a different part of the room. Every time it's stories. We got hundreds of affidavits filled out. So 
That's really what went down, guys. And I'll tell you something. We got to fight. It's we not surprising fight. at all. It's really not. These are the same. It's the same playbook and the same tactics that they used in the 2020 elections. The same pl- playbook that they used in New Jersey with the governor race over there with Snaggletooth and Murphy. That's where we're all from. Um, and it happened in California with Gavin Newsom's recall election. The guy got more votes in his in his recall than he did as an initial. Which you which you all know is impossible because I got good I got good friends that are Democrats. In California, they hate that guy. Everybody they hate him. him. They were all going to vote him out. And the guy ends it with, more, like you said, more votes. Like, come on, who are you kidding? We're not stupid. I mean, you just can't. You can't sell that to people anymore. They literally think that we are. And, and I don't blame them. I say it all the time. And we, a lot of people for so many years just kicked the, kicked the can down the road and they didn't get involved. Like, we see people like you. Like, you you say all the time. I watch a lot of your interviews. I've, I've seen you speak at, at Clay Clark's events. Um, you you didn't want to get into politics. Like you're, you're, no. you're a lawyer. You, you have, you have great family, you have great daughter. You're, you're a retired boxer. Like I, I was, I'm a retired MMA fighter. Um, and uh, you didn't want to do this, but people like you all over the country are stepping up and getting involved because they're so sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like they're so sick of the bullshit. I have one more thing that I think you need to add to your list. Um, Cause it, it's not just the voting integrity, especially out here in Vegas. We need to get to the bottom of the Route 91 shooting. Joe oh, yeah. has, has a huge that, that, that had me marked. You know, out of all the questions they're going to ask a guy for, go, for you know, running for governor at the debate, they said, so, Mr. Gilbert, you've been on the record as saying that, you know, uh, if you're elected governor, you're going to reopen the, the, you know, the October, you know, shooting. And I said, you're damn right I am. I said, I meet with Metro guys. I meet with law enforcement, law enforcement. I meet with military guys that, you know, were there that seen combat. And they said, there's no way in hell – that was one guy. They heard the shot. I mean, trust me, I got guys everywhere, and they just said, no way. Didn't happen. And I believe these guys, man, over over these jokers any day of the week. And so, you know, I'm just backing the guys that I, that I trust. And they all said, you got to reopen the shooting. And they, they said it's going to point to, you know, millions and millions of dollars, Mandalay Bay, a huge cover-up. It's always about insurance and money. It's always about the money. And so that's something that I absolutely was going to do. And like I said, even during the debate, I said, look, everybody here is probably more privileged the information. you got a former U.S. senator you got, you know, for, current mayor of, of North Las Vegas. Everybody here is is privy to more information than I am. If I get in and I get to talk to the powers that be and, and I'm and I'm confident that there's not something to reopen, then maybe we won't do that. But we all know damn well that there's something funny that went on there. So, you know, of course, we're going to reopen money? it. That scared the hell out of them. Where's the money? Like there's the like what, $32 million that just went missing. They won't audit that Joe Lombardo won't look into it. Shit at Steve won't look into it. Nobody wants to look into it. It's just all this money just just disappears. The largest mass shooting in U.S. history. It just we have no where motive. Did, where did the money disappear from? Huh? Where did the well, money they, disappear from? The, the, there was the, a GoFundMe that raised you know 30, thirty in excess of thirty million. Lombardo will tell you that there was a commission appointed and they checked off on it. And then you go look at everyone on the committee. I mean, it just it just doesn't stop. You know, I mean, wow. as a, people don't realize this. I'm an Italian kid from Chicago, right? And I get out here to Nevada and, you know, I'm doing my thing and I am just so blown away by the, just the lackadaisical, you know, you know, just, you know, just, you know, we're going to do what we're going to do thing. And they don't want to hear anything. They don't want anyone challenging them. And it's just, it's, it's, it's not funny, but the way they act about it as if like, I'm not supposed to question what you say, because you say it is just, it just doesn't fly anywhere else in this country. And you got to answer people's questions. 
I think it's I think it, it was flying for a very long time all over the country. And I think the people have had enough. I think people are now asking the right questions and they don't know what to do. Like you could see how they're reacting They're They're not reacting very well because it's so obvious what they're doing. Like everybody sees it. I've been saying for decades that this is all rigged. Like when I saw when I was growing up, I, I grew up 20 minutes from Manhattan. 9-11 was a big, big wake up call for me. But I found out that in 2004, John Bush and George Carrier, Skull and Bonesman, they're both part of a secret society that take an oath that supersedes the oath that they take in office. You're you're telling me that this is not rigged? These two guys are running against each other? Come on. It's been rigged forever. Yeah. Now now everybody sees it. Everybody is like this is this is ridiculous. It's it's now like a popular thing to talk about and what what gives me a little bit of hope is the fact that people see it and they're not they're, they're, they're I'm not getting the response that oh you're 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 a crazy conspiracy theorist now. It's the response I'm getting is Okay, they did that, but nothing's going to happen. They're going to get away with yeah. it. And yeah, unfortunately, that's what people are left with is, what are you going to do about it? But you know what's great? I'm glad you brought that up. You know, as you hear General Flynn talk at the Reawaken America tours, you hear him say stuff like local involvement, national impact. And you're seeing mom and dads, you know, retired Leos, you know, military, retired military guys across this country are just like, you know what? This is enough is enough, like you said. And what they're doing is it's not even that they're they're motivating and they're voting. They're actually getting in, they're running, they're becoming precinct captains, mm -hmm. they're knocking doors. And so they're seeing with their own eyes. And we had something like that out here in Reno. We have a guy, Adam Mayberry. He's running for an open school board seat, uh, okay, for a, for a countywide school board seat. And it's, and it's an open seat. And, and the beauty of this is this guy never had a campaign, never showed up to an event, never had a website, never did anything. He got more votes. And again, he's, he's on the other side. He's a guy that wants all the stuff we don't want. And so... <laughs> Of course, we're fighting them. We, we've got um, candidates that were funded well against them. They were crushing it everywhere, at every event, speaking with me, speaking at events with me. I'd always give them the stage. And this guy gets more votes than all the gubernatorial candidates combined in an, in an, open, in a, in an open seat for school board. That you get, no one even knows the guy's name. You got to remind you guys, I'm running against a sheriff from Las Vegas. I'm running against a former U.S. senator. And me, you know, the people's champ from Reno, I was alumni of the year here. I got a firm with billboards all over town, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Three-time national champ, four-time All-American from the university. And in these towns, that means something. So we know everybody. And so for this guy to get more votes than all the gubernatorial candidates, it just it just doesn't pass so laugh. You're saying people then are supposed to believe that they went to go vote in the primary, didn't vote for any of the gubernatorial candidates, and voted for just this open school board seat. Yep. Sure. That's, and that's what I'm saying. That's why when you really, when people say, Joey, you know, this, it's, you've got all this stuff, but how do you know, you know, how do you know what you're saying is true? I say, it's very simple. How's a guy get more votes? You think all these people went to vote for this guy and they just left off the governor candidates? It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not even, it's just, it again, statistical and mathematical impossibilities. A hundred percent. And it doesn't, it doesn't pass the smell test. There's, there's way too, anom too many anomalies going on. And well, uh, how about this? How about a thousand precincts between Nevada? I mean, between Reno and Clark County. So Reno, which is Washoe County, and mm -hmm. Clark County, which is Las Vegas, a thousand precincts had the exact same percentage win for Lombardo. Percentage, wow. exact win for him. A thousand precincts. Is that it's so let me tell you something. It's so impossible. Again, I mean, like to the 37.8333333333. That's not possible. No. And again, we only did we only did precincts over 100, but there was only a, there was a, at least 100 voters or more. 
I mean, this is how bad it is. And again, when you take that data and say a thousand precincts, the same exact win percentage, it's not possible. That I mean, for hell with the algorithm. The algorithm just shows it, but it's like you got to at some point someone's got to say, okay, hold on, guys. This I mean, they would never fly in Vegas's casinos. Nope, absolutely not. Forget about it. It's almost you you saying it, it's it's so ridiculous. It sounds unbelievable. Like it's like yeah, yeah, it's, it's not believable like, at all. Like that's how ridiculous what you're saying is is that it sounds unbelievable. And the average person is probably like, there's no way they would do that. Like my favorite. And, and here and here's another thing you'll love. So I was winning the early voting and the mail-in voting two to one. Yeah. But then on election day, because apparently Republicans vote different on election day, Lombardo won three to one in Clark County. So I'm winning two to one on early voting and mail-in voting. And then on election day, and let me tell you something, you guys know this without even knowing, uh, me, our group of people, patriots, we the people, we were voting on election day in person. We were going in there, and the majority of us, again, we, we talked about it, went over and over, every speech I gave, so I know. Now, I can do the same thing as Carrie Lake, but I could promise you it wasn't some three-to-one for Lombardo. It might have been only two-to-one. Hell, it might have been one-to-one, but it wasn't three-to-one for Joe Lombardo on election day in Las Vegas because those people were waiting for the guys that have been fighting every day for two and a half years. you got to remember, I sued our scumbag governor for access to hydroxychloroquine. I sued him for the masks on the kids. I sued him to open the churches. Okay, so this, this, was, this was one of those things. I start out just doing that. So, okay, enough of this guy. So I'm lighting him up. And so, you know, you got Lombardo who puts up, I mean, he went a step further. Not only did Sisolak, and, ha- and that, by the way, we like to call him hashtag WGE for hashtag WWGE. That's worst governor ever. So we got WGE. This guy, he does his own mandates, but then Lombardo puts a mandate at new hires on Metro. So you already know this guy's not liked, right? And so bottom line is, you really think people are going to vote for this guy, you know, after you got a patriot that's been fighting for you every day? It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Everywhere I went and everybody that I talked to and everybody I spoke with out here in Las Vegas was Team Gilbert. Everybody. Like, I, I, I didn't find anybody that was voting for Joe Lombardo. Not one person. Like, I did not, literally did not come across one person. And well, unfortunately, g- gentlemen, what's going to happen is November 9th, you know, we should do it. We should make sure we do another talk because mm-hmm. on November 9th, they're going to be hitting here saying there's, there's only two possibilities. I say this every time. There's two possibilities. Either one, number one, he's running to lose, which is my belief, running to lose. Everyone said, who's the one guy that could lose to Sislak? <laughs> this guy, the yep. guy that nobody likes, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the one guy that could lose to Sislak. So he looks like a good candidate. He was a nonpartisan sheriff, Clark County. This and that. That's so hard. either he's he's being run to lose, so Sislak keeps his seat, or it's as as you said, skull and crossbones is a transfer of power. There, it's like Game of Thrones. They're sitting somewhere right now on the strip, slapping high fives, laughing because they got those new billboards it's out. You saw Lombardo's team put that Biden Sislak twenty twenty two. So those, those are those are Lombardo's uh, billboards that he puts up, and, and then you see Sislak saying, "Hey, thanks for the you know that's an in kind contribution to my campaign." You've already donated enough. You better check your numbers. I really do believe those guys are like Game of Thrones. And right now they're sitting somewhere laughing, going, hey, they're believing it. You know, and then Lombardo's going to come in in eight years. No investigation. No where the COVID money go. None of the stuff that we the people give a shit about. They're going to talk about or investigate. And that's how they do it. They're either going to leave Sislak in power or Lombardo comes in for eight years. That's it, what I believe. It's a win for them. It's a win-win. It's, it's just just like in, in, in 09 when it was McCain-Obama. Like it's a win-win. They didn't matter. It didn't matter. The uniparty persists. Yeah, bingo. The uniparty persists, yeah. and we see 
all of the time, constantly, we talk about it on this show regularly, the, the Republicans, even the ones that we like, like the Rand Pauls, the, the Jim Jordans, it's all lip service. No, nobody yeah. is taking any action. Like I, I, I'm a man who, who wants to see action. Like your actions speak louder than words. And there's been zero action. There's more than enough evidence for so many things that we could talk about. And nobody's doing yeah. the damn thing. Nobody drew yeah. a line in the sand with the mandates. Nobody did anything to protect our rights or our, 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 our liberties. No one did anything. And I'm so sick and tired of the bullshit because it is a uniparty. There is no Republican and Democrat anymore. They both play for the same sides. They're all yep. involved in it. And and whether Sisolak wins or Joe Lombardo wins, it doesn't matter. They're 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 all happy. They're, it's going to be business as usual. All the money is going to be funneled to the same freaking places, and nobody's going to bat an eyelash. It's going oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Joe Lombardo won, no big deal. You know, everybody. You know, we're going to think it's a win, but it, in reality, it's it's still a big loss for everybody out here. I'm sure he's going to think about carrying on the thought that shithead Steve has of taxing Nevada, giving us a state tax. One of the reasons why I'm, I moved here. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, I'm not going to say anything, you know, negative. I mean, there's nothing needs to be said. Lombardo needs to run on his record. I'm sure as hell not endorsing anybody because listen, I'm, I'm a man of integrity. And at the end of the day, um, these guys, in my opinion, they just don't give a shit mm-hmm. about, about us. You know, they don't care about we, the people, and we're hanging by a thin thread. People don't really realize where what kind of state affairs has really gone on in this country. They say over 4 million people have poured across that southern border. What this man has done to military readiness by that jab to our military. I sued Fauci too, me and Tom Renz. So we lit him up. So again, what this guy has done between, like I said, the economy, you know, energy, our military, the southern border, you just can't get any worse. And if we don't all step up, and again, my only hope is that everyday Americans, the working class man and woman, are now sitting back on, hold on a second. We all voted against this scumbag, this coward, this guy that kept our children in masks, that had them muzzled up. And they went to the polls and they voted these guys out. And now they're not out. So now you're seeing people that were never really political before. They got in. These are the ones you're talking about. They sat back and they said, okay. But now now they went from, what are we going to do? You know, What are we really going to be able to do about it? To like, let's go. And they want to march. They want to go. They want to get yeah. out there. So we just got to get rid of these machines. Because if we get rid of the machines then we can turn out the vote and compete with them. Without a doubt. I think, I think we, we turn out the vote already and we don't like, they say it's the silent majority. I think the silent majority is no longer silent. I think it's a loud majority and it's getting louder. And well, that's why you got Brandon demonizing MAGA Republic. I mean, there's this and they're scared. They're, they're this close. This guy's such an mm-hmm. idiot. He's this close to making this kinetic. All right. That's, I mean, that's what they're trying to do. They're that's trying to do that. They're trying to make it. And he's trying to create a, a literally, uh, you know, they, they want to, they want a, an event, whatever they you want, want to call it. That's why yeah, people got to stay calm. I truly believe it. Anybody pushing violence needs to 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 stay away. Like those those people, that's what they want. That you see the mainstream media constantly talking about it. Oh, as soon as Trump got in, uh, raided, oh, they want a civil war. You have Lindsey Graham, you know, Cla- Lady G, we like to call him, sitting here. <laughs> and saying, oh, if they indict Donald Trump, there's going to be a civil war, and the Trump supporters are going to riot in the streets. And I think they're planning for a January sixth type event where they're going to have Antifa, uh, federal agents, uh, Black Lives Matter provocateurs running around and dressed in MAGA gear because mm-hmm. I fully expect an indictment of Donald Trump. And when that happens, I, I expect them to run people out like they did in January 6th. And that's something that I want to talk about with you is January 6th because you're a good friend and a true patriot. Dr. Simone Gold is a political prisoner along with so many others. Our good friend Jeremy Brown, I don't know if you know his story, Green Beret, um, who blew the whistle on the FBI. Um, he's been in jail for over a year. Um, 
you know, there's so many political prisoners. So uh, for tell our audience, for those who don't know, uh, get, catch us up to speed with Dr. Smongo, because you drove her into prison, correct? Like you were the one. Yeah. Who yeah. Off. So look, I, I've been a criminal defense attorney since 2004, really started practicing, you know, hard in 2008. And I've never seen someone go to prison, go to jail, you know, let alone prison for a nonviolent misdemeanor. Okay. Nonviolent misdemeanor trespass. And they put this woman in prison for 60 days. She had credit for, you know, time served at two days. So we took her to FDC Miami. And a lot of folks don't know I'm, I'm, you know, director of strategy for America's frontline doctors. And I'm also chairman of the board. And so we have an incredible mission where we're fighting every day to make sure people had access to, you know, early treatment medication, you know, information on the vaccine, you know, um, to get their exemptions, medical and religious exemptions. And so we've been fighting Dr. Gold. We were, you know, what's crazy is we were all at the same event. You know, I, she was going to speak on a different stage and we were in DC. So I was, I was right there and you, everyone knows like, like at this capital steps, the back is the front, the front, front is the back. And I was on those steps too, but I was scheduled to speak. And so I remember I watched, I watched three little shuttle buses pull up with guys in Antifa gear, you know I mean? In, in the, like, you know, the, the riot gear and tr- jumping out of the buses and, and putting stuff on as they're running towards it. And people already in. And I start breaking windows. I watched all that go down. I was walking. I could say this now because I did get a call from the FBI and I quickly told them, you know, I had nothing to say. I was, I was on camera, you know, speaking at an event, you know, a medical tyranny, a medical freedom conference with Lee Dundas, Dr. Zelenko, who God rest his soul, just passed on us, you know, but all of us, Del Big Tree, everyone was speaking and I spoke and I remember I'm in the middle of my speech and the live feed gets cut. And then they started jamming everybody's cell, cell phones Next thing you know, um, you know, it's crazy. We see riot police coming in with shields and stuff. I'm going, what in the hell is going on? We went back to Alexandria, Virginia. They put the whole city on curfew. And Dr. Gold, she was one of those people. I was watching them. I was watching them do this as they were waving people in. They waved them right in. So she went in. Isn't that There's a police trapping? officer standing behind her on video as she gives a speech. And she went in there to talk about there's early treatment medication, constitutional rights. And she gave her a little speech. And for that, she has been absolutely just targeted and punished and just spent almost 60 days in prison. Is she out now? She will be getting out in the next, you know, I'll say seven to 10 days. That's all I can say. But she's on her way out. She's 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 in a home stretch. And the only reason we're not um, saying the exact day is just to just for safety purposes. But she will be out very soon. And again, it's 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 disgusting. I never see anything like it to keep people. I've been a criminal defense attorney. The people that get out on electric monitoring, I mean, to see that one of these guys, I don't care what they did, one of them has spent another day in there when they put these complete scumbag, career criminal, murderous, sexual, you know, assault thugs get out on on nothing, on on no bail, let alone without a scram unit or an electric monitor. And they've got these guys in there. Every single one of them should be released with the sincerest apologies on an electronic monitoring unit until they get their day in court. It, it, it's it's sick how how uh, legally how are they being held? What are they justifying? You, you know what? Um, I think everything we've ever heard is true. DC is not part of this country. Mm-hmm. There's no way they can keep people in there. I don't know what the hell is going on. I know that Marjorie Taylor Greene, Louis Gohmert, some a lot of people I know that got that got stones have tried to go. Uh, to see them and have been in there to see them and can't get them. When you got Congress, congressmen and senators can't get these guys out. Something is going on so, so evil and so wrong. And that's what makes me believe everything we hear. Cause again, we all have friends. 
that are way over here or way over there. I try to stay a little more centered, but they swear that, you know, DC is a captured, captured, you know, you know, operation. And again, after some of the stuff I've seen even recently with the white house and the department of justice and people there, I don't know what to believe, but we can't get these people out. And trust me, very, very smart attorneys that I know and I would trust my life with have said to me, Joey, it's like something I've never seen before. We can't because I'm sitting there going, God, come on. You're the guy. They haven't even been charged yet. They're still being held. Yes. Ju- our, just- our, our, our friend Jeremy Brown, he's served in our Green Beret, sergeant in the Green Beret, served two tours in Afghanistan. He was the one who blew the whistle. The Gateway Pundit broke the story, blew the whistle on the FBI. The FBI came to him to try to get that, him to infiltrate the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys right before January 6th. He blew the whistle. He went to Washington on January 6th, never stepped foot in the Capitol, wasn't even really near the Capitol, was doing security on the perimeter. And he got arrested on a trespassing charge. He's been in jail for over a year, still hasn't seen trial, nothing. Yeah, they're just delaying everything. He's like, I, I don't even know what to do. Like everybody's trying to help. He's running. He, God bless him. He's running for Congress out of prison. You know what? Hey, listen, you got to keep the mind occupied. Mm-hmm. And God bless him, man. Because let me tell you something. I wouldn't be surprised if he won either. I went, I'm just telling you, the people have had enough. I keep saying this. It's not about me. It's not about. It's about we. It's about we, the people. And I'm telling you, it's we're getting to a you know a, a point where it's it's gonna go you know one way or the other. I'm hoping it goes the way where we get our, our our constitutional rights back, our vote back, and ability to hire and fire these clowns. But that's until that happens, you know, we are we really are in a bad spot in this country. Well, what I mean, you if you said what was happening right now to any of us five years ago, we would have said absolutely not. Yeah. There's no way that can happen. This is the United States. I'm still States. in disbelief. Yeah, yeah I Nick mean, still can't can't wrap his head around it that, that, that these things are happening. But I mean, it's been going on, like you said, Joey, for a lot longer than what we're seeing right now. It's just well, look, they, they used, if you Go look ahead. at from a military perspective, they used COVID as a chance to just really freaking storm the beaches. I mean, they took that and they ran and they used it to get to cinch up everything they could, changing election laws 90 days before an election, you know, all this stuff they did. And then again, with the COVID stuff, how they were able to just destroy the economy, destroy the everyday. I mean, 35% of small businesses closed forever. Yeah, so has anyone, not, uh, has, has anyone ever state. tried, not to cut you off, has anyone ever tried to do a major sit-in on DC on where these people are being held? I don't know that, man. I, you know, it's a great idea. And I'll tell you something. Um, we, we need to explore all options right now because we I'm can't leave those you, guys I mean, in you there. You could probably get several million people together fairly easily. We, well, you know what? If there is a way to, because you got to understand something, you're going to the lion's den right there, and you can then expect, you know, another several hundred people to be arrested and detained. And I, I just, Bingo. again, I was there, yeah. and people try to say a hundred thousand people that there was over a million people at that place. Oh, I yeah. never seen anything like it. And if they would have wanted to go right into that capital, they would have walked through those people like it was nothing. Yep. And how would how do, how would you describe the security there that day? It was a joke. They, again, like I said, I watched them wave people in with my own eyes. I was 30 feet from the from where I could have walked in and no one was stopping a single person. We were there, too. You could have you could have brought any sort of weapon, anything to do harm that you, that you wanted. But but no one did. I mean, there were no like, you said, I mean, again, we all know what happened there. And it's just yeah. if people wanted to do damage there, there's some people that could have done damage. They didn't. And again, you know, you get Ashley Babbitt gets killed for what? I mean, you still can't make any sense of that. Nope. No. And the guys, the guys walking free, no charges, no investigation, no nothing. It's just, oh, yeah, no, no big deal. Just kind of happened and, and just sweep it under the rug. Forget about it. It's when it's, you bring up Cash Patel, but you know, you see those guys, 
him and the former Secretary Sekdef, you know, they're on the record of saying Trump, you know, asked he can't order. Again, there's another funny thing there. Why can't he ask the National Guard to be in Washington, D.C.? I mean, this was Mayor Bauer, whatever, whatever her name is, nut job. Again, so Trump puts the order there or gives them the go ahead and they don't use it. And then they try to say he didn't. So, again, it's just it's just lies, just like Russia, 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 just like Ukraine, just like everything else, just like Mar-a-Lago now. But that's to to, to, to combine both points, Nick and, and, and Joey. It is a good idea to do a sit-in, but they use January 6th to prevent that from ever happening again. Like they've they've scared us from from getting together and having a peaceful protest. The whole thing, January 6th, was I mean, I still so, do it. so peaceful. And no no the only person that got killed was was a patriot, Ashley Babbitt. Nobody else got hurt. And now everybody is scared to get together and protest in, in any sort of manner because we already know there's going to be paid provocateurs. Like, why Why did Dr. Simone Gold go to jail? Why is Jeremy Brown still in jail when Ray Epps is walking in the streets when there's video footage of him saying to storm the Capitol? Where's Ray Epps? Where is this guy? It's, it's disgusting, man. I mean, like we've already said so many times, this is not our country. No. This is not what America's about. This, we're, the, we're the shining city on the hill. And if people don't recognize, because, again, you still got some of those people like, oh, screw them, you know, the Trump supporters, you know, slowly but surely they're starting to realize, you know, as their thermostats get shut off, as they're as they're told not to, you know, charge their electric car, their electric vehicle <laughs> that they're being told they got to get rid of, and they can't afford gas as it is, and they're telling them to buy spend sixty grand on a on a on a Tesla. So again, it's just a clown show. It's a clown world. They, what we're watching is a, is just a circus. It's absolute. It's a shit show. We really need to sit back and think that we're just going to take it. Again, I told everybody, man, I've worked hard my whole life. I've done everything I need to do. My daughter squared away. You know, I mean, I, I was I was never in the military like a lot of guys. I was in the Air Air Guard, Air National Guard attached to the Air Force Reserve. So as my father always says, you know, all we, all we ever did was give them rides. But as you sit there and look back on this country, what's happened, and you see these guys coming home from serving that, that gave their lives to make sure that we have the right to speak our mind, to practice our religion, to decide whether or not we want to wear a mask or not wear a mask. Listen. I'm not going to play science. Like, look, you want to do it, knock yourself out. But you can't force some kid, some you know, force some kid to wear a mask. You can't force them to take some kind of jab. This is America. So again, you know, we just got to get back to where individual liberties and freedoms are what are what a center point of this of this of this country, and make sure that all of us are standing up to fight for our constitutional republic. Well, that's yeah. exactly what we need to do because our republic is at stake. It truly is. Our freedom is at stake every single day. They're they're stripping away. Our, our our civil liberties and our rights like they, they don't teach us civics anymore for a reason they don't want oh, us for to- reason absolutely man i was they- in court today guys i was in court today because the lady running for for uh, attorney general sagal chata you've probably seen me speak with she's the one that helped get the churches open mm-hmm. you know and again i mean i, I don't ever need it sagal does all the motion work I, i'm the mouthpiece right and and i love it and so today we we're in court because they have a libertarian candidate who's still on the ballot who's not a lawyer. He was not, he's not, he's not a member of the Nevada bar. He's not a lawyer. And so he, he originally signed up to run for attorney general. Seagal, it's not even her job. She found out and she alerted the secretary of state's office on July 26th. And they, and between August 15th and August 22nd, the secretary of state is supposed to change any, uh, make any changes to the ballot. Well, they never did anything. Never did anything. So they're trying to leave this libertarian on because as you guys are well aware um, independents, nonpartisans, okay, are breaking four, five, six, and seven to one 
for Republican Party. Yes. So there's no mistake here. And again, last time we had an attorney general race, the margin of error was 0.047. That's less than 5,000 wow. votes. They just had a guy on for the primary that wasn't qualified, and they put signs at every polling location. Only problem is 56% of Nevadans voted by mail. 56%. That's over 200,000 votes. So this guy got 9,000 votes. 9,000 votes in a primary. So what I just told you guys, if they leave this guy on the ballot and Seagal runs, this guy will get well over 20,000 votes, and mm -hmm. it could absolutely, without a doubt, be the difference in us getting an attorney general that, that fights for we the people. So, again, here I go again. Not only am I fighting my own battle, I'm fighting this, and we're going to probably have to take that up on appeal if we I'm lose sure. it. I don't expect that to be a fair election at all. I and mean, we shouldn't at this point. The, the writing is on the wall. Every single election is rigged. And and I don't mean to say that to not go out and vote. I say that we need to go out and vote and go and get 10 of your friends and vote with them, with you, because we need to overwhelm the rigging. Yeah, You know it's possible. We, we did it already. We did it in 2020. They stopped the election because we overwhelmed the rigging. And if they lose like October is a big, a big date, a big, a big month. We have the Supreme court ruling on who can change the voting laws. And it's going to go to where the constitution is written to the legislators, not the governors. Like it happened in, in, in Pennsylvania. Um, it's, it's going to go back to where it's supposed to. So that means most likely a lot of these mail-in ballots and, and ballot boxes are going to be thrown out the window. And I don't know how that, that if they get through this. If they get through 2022, and 2023, 2024, it's a wrap, and everybody knows it. So that's why it's so important. And that's why you always hear Trump say, We're not moving. We're still, we got to fix 2020. We can't look at past 2020 yet. Because if we do, and I want to say something else, you know, this judge, I, I'm in front of a judge on this Seagal matter, my same judge that I've been in front of for 12 years. The guy's been nothing but fair. I've never seen him be anything but fair. But now here we are against stuff that, like I said, that should be so easy to me to say, Yeah. Let this go forward. Or, or how simple is this? The guy's not qualified. Get him off the ballot. Get him off the ballot. Like why? It's so – it's like to me it's like common sense. It should be so easy. But how but is he able to get I on the ballot in the first place completely unqualified? Shouldn't that be a – Well, a apparently according to, the, according to the Secretary of State's argument through their counsel, Craig Newby, my buddy for the Attorney General's office, the Solicitor General – him and I, you know, we, we go rounds every every couple weeks. And their argument is it's not the Secretary of State's job. But it's okay, hold on a second. So why do we elect her then? So now you're telling it's a candidate's job. So now I'm supposed to go vet my opponents all the way down again. She, as soon as she found out about it, July 26th, she let them know. So it's just, it seems simple to me. And plus, we have a Republican Secretary of State. We have a Republican Secretary of State who's totally in the tank, Barbara Sagaski. This lady needs to be run out. All right, mm -hmm. should be charged with crimes for what she's done. I can't stand should. these people. They all should. They all them. should. They all should. But it's 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 so wild that that happens because our good friend rest rest in peace, Justin Anders, uh, host of Cannabis and Combat. Uh, he tried to run for sheriff and put his name on the ballot, and they took him off the ballot because he didn't have the prerequisite of five years in, in law enforcement. Yeah, even though the Constitution doesn't require that the Nevada state constitution doesn't require it. They, they took him off the ballot real, really fast. Like they were very quick to get him off. And meanwhile, they're leaving this libertarian on, which they know, like you it's said, funny, it's, it's funny how that works, huh? I mean, yes. they, they moved. So, and I know Justin, Justin, and I actually met in Arizona on that first podcast. I did the podcast with him. So it's just unbelievable to see that when they want something, 
They move aggressively, proactively, you know, as quick as they can. But if they're not for something, and again, there's a, there's an organization that kind of, you know, whatever you want to call it, called Keystone Corporation. And because the Keystone Corporation endorsed Segal Chata, this former, this current Secretary of State, she pulled out of Keystone now because God forbid they would endorse someone that she knows has a chance to win. And on top of it, Segal's the one that would be indicting these people and fighting every day for us. And so again, we've got to work hard to still get, listen, I don't care what you do. Just please vote red, vote these Democrat clowns out. You're either with the left and that insanity, or you're with the American people and we, the people. And again, we're not going to get them all. There's rhinos. And I do, I do agree with Trump. Some rhinos are worse than Democrats in the right, in the right race. They really are because if they get in there with their power, it's over. They're there. They're there on purpose. Like the, the establishment is so good at picking who they want to run and putting them in place to where no matter wh- who who is elected, they still win. Just yeah, like they're always uh, hedged. Yes, exactly. They're always, they always hedging. Their guy in there. They never exactly. Lose. Just like they they did they did to you in the governor race. They always make sure that they have a guy, and it doesn't matter who wins. And they're doing they do it at every level. We know George Soros has people on the take in school boards down to the school board level. You expect us to believe that the secretary of state in every single state and and people that work in 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 each individual state's government aren't on the take as well? Maybe well, you know, guys, when, when you look at what kind of money's be given away to Ukraine and you realize that the Congress, you know, the power of the purse and you realize who gives away all the money, it starts to all make a lot of sense. When you see that big pharma is the largest contributor to our nation's government by yeah. a lot you start to really see the writing on the wall. And again, as you just said, when these guys get in, they don't care because they're just handing money. That money's going to Ukraine, being laundered, going right out the back door and right back in these guys' pockets. I don't care what anyone says. If I get whacked, it's going to be because I'm the one that's been calling these guys out for two and a half years. And I'll tell you, it's not because I don't love my life. I have the most amazing daughter on the planet. I love my staff and my family and my companies. I'll just tell you, when you start pushing these buttons like we're pushing every single day, these guys don't want you around anymore. No, they they definitely don't. I and mean, we see it just with the amount of times we've been removed from platforms and censored. Like they do not like us. Media Matters is writing articles about us to get us removed from Apple Podcasts. Like I'm like, oh, Ed Buck and you know David Brock and George Soros. They must really they must really be interested in a couple guys from New Jersey. Like we're just regular dudes that are so sick on you. Yeah, he's probably got a crush on him. That's probably what it is. They're so sick and tired of this bullshit. We just wanted to speak up about it, and this is a way that we we could speak on it because we were getting tons of questions when everything was going on. And uh, you know, God blessed us with the platform that we have, and we're very thankful for it because we wouldn't be here without the without our fans and the audience that listens. It's unbelievable. But uh, yeah. everybody, well, we, say this, man. we need accountability, brother. We need accountability. We need to see Fauci in an orange jumpsuit. We need to see hospital CEOs and doctors marched out in handcuffs. I don't care if they ever do a day in prison, but they need to be perp walked out. These oh. these H these hometown health people, all these doctors that are you know you know actually convincing or persuading parents to stick their this poison in their child's arm when they know for a fact now it doesn't spend, spend, you know prevent infection or transmission. Okay, and now sixty eight percent plus of the people hospitalized and dying are vaccinated more than twice. So what does that tell you? And yet they're still trying to pump this stuff. So I'm just saying, like, well, there's a reckoning that's due in this country, the likes of which we've never seen. I just hope I'm there to help deliver it. I, I think I think it's going to happen in our lifetime. We could already see the pendulum swinging back the other but way. Yeah, you, 
the pendulum swung very hard because I don't know if you saw today. Biden announced that he had beaten Big Pharma. So I don't know if you <laughs> oh, saw that. Oh, he won. Said, he said it's over. He he's been fighting them his whole career, and he you know he finally he finally beat them. Wait, finally beat them. They went to beat them to the record profit. He got what eight point six million something like that donated from Big Pharma to to his packs, and he beat them with you know, government contracts and no liability and record billions and billions of profits. So I think there's going to be a lot of other companies and um, industries lining up to get beaten that way. Yeah. And, and with Biden, it's 8.6 8. million that we know about. Come on, guys, you guys right. really understand right. like the oh, dark yeah. money, what they're able to really do, where the money is really coming from. If you really it's saw it, it's, you know, 10, 15, 20 major people just throwing the loot in. It's just disgusting. Ten percent. What's, what's going on with your lawsuits you have with Fauci and against the governor? How's that working so, out? What's happening? There's one in Alabama that's weaving its way. Tom Renz has found some pretty amazing stuff. We actually have a whistleblower from that alliance. You know, whatever it was, uh, Alliance Health, the guys that were operating Echo Health Alliance, uh, running the Wuhan lab. We've got a whistleblower from there that worked on the gain of function research. You know, if you watch, you know, Tom Renz was just on Stu Peters and he was on there dropping it. So. We've got that one. I mean, I, I won't lie. I mean, a lot of these ones we've just we just lost. I mean, straight out in court, they dismissed it as if there's nothing even there. So and you're, they, you're they sitting there going, they like, don't review anything. They just no. try to dismiss it. Dismiss it. They, yeah, they they won't even look into it. They don't even care. They give. If they we give. could put one of these trials on in front of a jury of our peers, you give me twelve people. I don't care where it is. The evidence is so damning, so convincing of what these jabs have done in a negative sense. How many people have been murdered and maimed and killed and permanently disabled over these vaccines? Stuff that would have been pulled off for 50 to 100 deaths would have been pulled off. We're now upwards in the hundreds of thousands of deaths. And again, a post-second shot would, would blow your minds. The, the bird flu got taken out uh, off the shelves after 15 deaths. And yeah. we're, we're dealing with everybody that you talk, go talk to people. And I guarantee you they know somebody or you know somebody personally that has died from the jab. It's it's mind boggling how many people are dying, and you you even look on the internet. You Google suddenly died or sudden death. And sudden death. That's a new thing now, by the way. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Adult, sudden death syndrome. Adult. Adult. Sudden adult death. Yeah, it's it's, it's the highest it's, cause of death now is unknown cause of death. Yep, Alberta Canada has. Death. I can say exactly what it is. Yeah, there's there's only one variable here, guys. Like it's not yeah. and, and, but it's a day and age where medicine has been like I'm talking hospitals, the way we treat people and the way we can take care of people is so great, so far fucking beyond anything we've done in the past. And people are still suddenly dying. That's yeah. mind boggling. I saw this great this great phrase today and it said, I tried following the science and it didn't make sense. So I decided so I follow to the follow money. the money and I found the science. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what I posted today. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that too today. Yeah, oh, I posted so that today. It's uh, it's so true. You have to follow the money. It's so crazy how all these studies are, are funded by the government and all the money leads back to the same places. It's it's so easy to put poke holes in their narrative. Yet we sit here and say, oh, nothing's nothing's going to happen. Nothing can be done. Uh, I don't think people understand the power that we the people actually hold. Uh, we, we vote with more than just our vote. We vote with our dollar as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and we need to, well, you know, there's, there's guys like Scott McKay. We need everybody to stop patronizing these companies that are woke and don't care about us. Like it really, we need to really get to, and again, there's a reason why they've done everything they've done. The social media censorships, they started before the election. This was all planned. 
you know, everything they're doing, but we need to keep coming together on platforms like this. We, the people radio and working together and talking to each other and saying, stop patronizing these corrupt scumbags. Stop mm-hmm. giving them your money. Stop giving them anything. Their attention shut off all those other platforms and start working within your small group and start affecting change locally. And let's take this country back one school board, one county commission, one city council at a time. And that's Absolutely. the only way to do it. We're not gonna we're not gonna make lasting change if we can't fix our own communities. Like that's yeah. a huge issue. Like look at our school boards right now. They're a disaster. New Vegas, especially one of the worst in the oh. in the nation. It's so sad. I, I moved out here from New Jersey. And I was so mind boggled how the ed- how bad the education is here. Like just talking talking to some people, like my girlfriend. I was like, wait a second, you don't know these things? Like this is like, you know, and you got to be careful because there's a lot of great teachers, and there's teachers that bust their ass every day. They put in their own money. They're basically going broke trying to teach, and they've got no support. They've got no superintendent backing them. No school board. You got that Cavuzos scumbag lady. She's a terrorist. Okay, I mean, you, you look at this lady down in Vegas. She's the worst. She's just the worst. She's she's a degenerate human being, and she's the president of the school board in Vegas. The trustees. It's, I mean, I don't I don't even know how we can do this anymore. It's not the teachers at all. It's the curriculum. It's the people that are telling them what to teach. It's no longer the parents. Also, have to get involved a little more. That, that's one hundred percent. The parents have to show right. show up more at, show up at every single meeting, and if that doesn't work, show up at the school in numbers. People need yep. to be afraid. This is my fucking kids you're talking about. What he just said right there is what's the actual meaningful change that's happened in any state happened. Just what my man just said right there. Parents showed up in numbers to the school board meetings, then to the schools and demanded. And then that was it. Because again, you take any statistician will tell you, you get 2000, 3000, 4,000 parents. You ain't winning a race anywhere in that County. Again, if you're going against that, that's just numbers. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. not. Absolutely not. And, and they're, they're showing out. And it's funny. This is why Merrick Garland declared them domestic terrorists, because he knew that this was going to happen. He knew that there was going to be backlash because I'm sure the people that are paying Merrick Garland are the same people that are paying the school boards. Uh, I'm sure it's all oh, connected. Yeah. And it's it's one giant agenda like they're all working together. This is the they've been playing the long game for for so many years. And this is all of that work coming together. And it's it's now hit a precipice where the American people are saying, no, enough is enough. And they thought that they were going to get away with it. They thought we were just going to sit back and just take it. They really thought that. I truly believe this. I know. We're just going to yeah. accept it. And 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 I don't blame them because for so many years we have. Like they did death by a thousand cuts. Like they take one little thing, take one little step and keep going, keep mm-hmm. going. And, and, and they I guess they thought the floodgates had opened and we could just go for the whole thing or or they're backed into a corner and they have no choice. Like. We the people are fighting back so hard that their agenda is failing. Like you, you look at the thing. The, the, the I, thing I don't think we even started really fighting back hard enough yet. We just, we, we, like just, we just maybe just a tiny little bit, but we're warming up. The fight didn't start yet. This well, is look, I agree. Warm-up. I agree, man. Yeah. You've got a lot of awake people. I say this all the time. You know, I'm done looking for the sheep. I'm done. I'm done out trying to help the sheep. I'm looking for other lions because it's time to to get together with the people that are down to fight for this country. I mean, I'm, I'm talking really like get in it. And, and that's, that's what we're, that's what has to happen. We're going to lose this country if we don't. And when you talk to people from Venezuela, Cuba, Mexico, other places, they'll tell you exactly They say we're from the future. We've seen this before. What's happening here is happening. We've seen this before. We see this all play out. They start, you know, identifying bias, you know, legal bias system towards one person, political, political persecution, legal persecution of our adversaries. That's, that's a slippery slope. 
where we're already headed, what they just did to Trump, what they've been doing to all of us, the school board moms and dads, we don't stand up right now. And again, that's why I say to these other people, I don't care if you're independent. I don't care if you're if you're a Democrat. It will boomerang back on you. All right. It's like they always said, you know, until there was no one else to speak up. So people mm-hmm. better start stepping up right now. We, we say all the time, Joey, that we're we're fighting for people that don't even know that we're fighting for them. Um, we, every I, I say day. that, too. I and, agree with that. And it's because we love our country so much. I realize I, over a lot of thought and meditation and prayer, um, realize that a lot of these people, it's not their fault why they think they, they can't see what's really going on. They've been brainwashed so badly from the time that they were born, like literally from day one until now that the social programming and the, the social engineering that they've been, they've been bombarded with their entire life. They don't know any different. Like they can't figure it out. And we're blessed that we're able to see through all that, like trillions of dollars of propaganda was spent to make us believe that this jab was okay and safe. And we were able to see through that. Like think, think, think of the blessing that is. And oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's the largest psyop ever run on the American people. So, I mean, when you think about the social media, what they've done, you know, and again, then you look at actually COVID, what COVID was. I mean, you look at the gain of function research. It makes you want to uh, you know, be a recluse, pull back, you know, stay away from people. That's what we were happening. And mental health exploded. So yeah, this is all by design. And, you know, sorry to cut you off, but that's that's the biggest psyop we've ever seen. And it's by no means over. Hundred percent. I think they're gonna they're gonna bring it back. You see, in China, they're already doing lockdowns again. Yeah, it's uh, insane for no seventy eight cases. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's drones flying through the streets with with audio. Do you, you see Canada? They're with they're withholding pay from Canadian teachers if they don't get the jab. They're updated boosties. They need to have like, a sit down again. Those truckers are gonna fuck back up there. It's sad that they even have to like this is where we're at and and they got to keep fighting. Unfortunately, they can't they can't give up. But this is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen, like they're going to keep pushing until they think we're going to quit. Like they think that we're just going to bend the knee and give up and they're going to win. They're going to try to bankrupt us. They're going to try to literally ruin people's lives. They've done it over and over and over again. They don't care about human life. They don't care about how many people are dying. They've literally murdered hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people at this point with this jab. They don't give a shit. Um, and we have to care. we have to draw a line in the sand. We have to say enough is enough and fight back and speak out. What did you say the other day about the Obama, the embalmers or the uh, morticians? What's no, happening to their blood? Yeah, they're finding blood clots that are not traditional for post mortem. Like they don't. Have- okay, they're not, no, no, no. It's not that you got to It's not even a blood clot. They're actually finding metallic material in this. So I'm on. I got all these. I just had a bunch of. Uh, I had Mel K on my show the other day, uh-huh. and what they're finding is absolutely just scary. It's not blood. There's nothing in the thing. So they're now they're now they've had pathologists. You got Ryan Cole and these guys are splitting this stuff open. It really is. And again, if you pull, you got to see. You got to talk to Karen Kingston. Karen, Karen Kingston. Oh, if he's at her on the show. Moderna, Karen, Karen is a, an encyclopedia. I love. They, she pulled the patent. It says right on there: self-assembling nanoparticles, right in the patent. So that's what's happening is it's pulling everything. It's actually assembling in your, in your, in your veins, oh. in your, in your, you know, whatever you call it. Have, the they tried, have they tried putting the vaccine under a microscope, like a super high powered microscope? No, I don't know. I, it's just, I haven't seen that. Have them try that. You have doctors mm-hmm. who can do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah, have them do that. Have them try that. Uh, have them do that on live TV. That would be it, awesome. It's, 
it's fascinating. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Um, it's fascinating, but, um, I can't really talk about it on air, but, uh, this is something that we've talked about on our show that this is what they're trying to do. Uh, they communicate these nanoparticles. They, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a point. It's, it's gene altering. Karen Kingston went over it on our show. They literally talk about it in the paperwork, how it alters our genetics. Um, and she told us that they found people that have a third strand in their DNA after taking this jab, like the, the dual helix. strand. Yeah. Karen Kingston's talking to us on, on, on the show while we were at the, the reawakening Meritor about uh, how there, she found a, they found a third helix, a third strand in the, in the double helix. I'm like, this is wild. And she has Karen's amazing. She has like the, the page number, the document of exactly where it says what she's talking about right on the top of her head. And when she presents, it's really cool to see because she'll bring up the page, the link, everything on the projector for everybody to see, to back up everything that yeah, she's she, she knows her shit, man. Oh, she's <laughs> so, so America's Frontline Doctors, what's going on with them right now? So right now, again, um, you know, we've got a little situation with our, our fearless leader actually doing prison time, but we've been marching ahead. We're Again, we're trying to make sure that we keep providing information, resources to the American people. We've got almost well over a million subscribers, at least getting information. We got to continue to do that, continue to provide information to wake people up. And that's what we're doing. We have our Citizens Corps, which, you know, will work state by state. And then we're also going to continue leading the uh, the fight on doctors that are, you know, facing medical boards or, you know, you know whatever we're doing, we're bringing a lawsuit against, you know, for, for access to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Because again, this stuff's not over. Can these so doctors start some kind of a, a private health association? She is. So Dr. Gold okay. on, on her own private front, we're starting gold care and gold okay. care is going to be, it's going to revolutionize medicine after what just happened where we had, you know, doctors, healthcare facilities, denying patients access to medicine. They wouldn't even push vitamin C. They wouldn't even push high dose vitamin C. Okay. Let alone vitamin D. That's zinc, actually, that's actually a cancer cure, believe it or not. Yeah. That, again, and they were, they were curing, that. they were curing COVID in China with high dose vitamin C, mm-hmm. but with, with nothing like this, we're talking stuff that's, that's pennies on the dollar. And again, but that's, again, that's the same reason why they, they banned hydroxychloroquine, something that costs 35 cents a pill, ivermectin, both listed as critical medications by the World Health Organization, and, and they're banned. Did and again, the forget, CDC, forget about just trying it. Go ahead. Did you see the CDC quietly just slip that in as a treatment? for? for yeah, and as soon as I posted it, the fact checkers jumped out there to say, oh, no, it's not a treatment. It's currently going through It's another randomized 80,000-person trial, 80,000 80,012 people, and it shows a 90 92% you know, success against mortality. 100%, that's one zero zero against hospitalization. Mm-hmm. Where'd everybody die? How many people do you know died from COVID at home? They all died in the freaking hospitals. Yep, they all died from the ventilators, the remdesivir. Remdesivir, they, yep. They were murdered. How, How many, many people were taken down and deplatformed from even mentioning that? Yeah, REM death is near, is what I call it. Yeah. As soon as I call people, I find out they're on, I say, get them off the remdesivir. We have had to do corridor. I mean, it's just, you guys got a guy from from uh, um, New York, Ralph Larigo. Larigo's running for state Supreme Court. He was the guy filing all those court orders to get hospitals to administer the ivermectin. It's it, it's needed. I, 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 got the, I got the China virus after the Dallas event. Um, when, oh, uh, dude, we all got crushed. Did you? I got crushed after Dallas. Well, I think, Everybody I think got sick in Dallas. I got so sick after Dallas. Oh, we all got so sick. I, I, think, I, think, that was his father. I think that was something that something happened. 
Um, I know yeah, Joe they, 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 they unleashed something there for sure, dude. So many people were sick. And I was on prophylaxis of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, and I still got sick. Yeah, and wow. I, I immediately got some some ivermectin. I had HCQ on hand uh, from Dr. Stella, but I got I took both and uh, I was I was good in four or five days. I you know, it's yeah. the first day sucked, but it was just like a normal flu or the cold and the ivermectin. I, I had was- people that were literally on their I mean, ready to go. And these people were better in 12 to 24 hours walking out of the hospital better documented. I'm not even going to get into it, but I'll just say this. These nurses taught me and we would put the medicine inside teddy bears and stuff when they were doing the whole isolation thing. Because mm-hmm. you're still texting your guy, your, your family member. They're not letting people in. And so we'd have to say, hey, um, in here, take this, all instructions, wait till they go to bed, wait till they're, you're by yourself, go use the bathroom. And, and then within 12 to 36 hours, they're walking out of the hospitals and the doctors are writing you know, improved medical. They, they don't know what happened. I know what happened. I know off. exactly. That's sad that you have <laughs> it's to smuggle in a medication that won the in Nobel, America. The creators of it won the Nobel Prize for medicine for creating it. It's been given out to over uh, multiple billions of people have received doses of, of ivermectin and you had to smuggle it in like it's jail. You're smuggling in drugs into a jail, into a it's hospital blade in a birthday cake. An FDA-approved medication. Yeah, it's it's sick. And again, in Africa, they call it a Sunday pill. You look at some of the um, some of the countries in Africa that had nine. I mean that nine deaths from COVID. Nine. And then you look at what they were taking, what they've taken for generations. You know, down there, or at least two generations, they've been taking these. You know, malaria pills. It's well, crazy. Why 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 do you think that the the Africa like Tanzania? Uh, what's his, the the president of Tanzania? Did you see him? Oh, yeah. He tested the goat and the pawpaw, and yeah. then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he, he, he denied the vaccine, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, he's dead. See you later." We and don't. Same want thing. Him. Same thing with Haiti. Haiti. You know, yep. whatever they didn't have someone playing the game, those guys got removed, and then you see what happened. So Haiti was the same thing. They weren't letting oh, yeah. it in. All of a sudden, he's removed. Next thing you know, they're shipping the vaccine there. They got highest infection rates and deaths. The next day, the the, the jabs got sent. It wasn't. They didn't even let like, the, the the body. Uh, get cold they literally the next day sending out these vaccines and and they do not care like if you do not want to play ball they they will get get rid of you and and he means nick nick one of your clients right he's from venezuela and told nick hey nick you should be be careful talking about what you're talking about because in venezuela the people that spoke out like you did just disappeared in the middle of the fucking night like this is this is what happens, and we have political prisoners in our country as we. They went speak. to his. They went to his father's house in Venezuela because it was too big. He, didn't, he had uh, a couple empty bedrooms and, and moved people in there. The government said, "Nah, you got to take care of these people now." And that's wow. when they got out. Wow. Well, I mean, I believe all of it now. I mean, like you said a few years ago, I'd have never believed it. After going through this stuff since March 2020, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Like I said, I, I've gotten plenty of static and plenty of trouble thrown my way from death threats to, you know, my, my advertising billboards defaced here in Reno. They lit me up on social media, Yelp. They tried to destroy my business. They're going after my bar license because I, I mean, I sued the governor. I was told to stop suing the governor. It just, it is what it is, man. They're, you're their biggest fear. Like people like you, people like us, people that are willing to stand in line, speak out even more. So you, you're actually suing them and bringing them to court. We haven't done anything near to that. Um, we're just calling him shithead Steve on the microphone. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, you're, you're bringing the battle right to him and you're their biggest threat because you know, they know you're not going to back down. Like you've been, you, you've trained for championship fights. 
Like people don't realize how much work goes into that and how difficult it is. To, even a regular, a regular non-championship fight, the amount of work and sacrifice that goes into that and, and pure torture. Like I hated training. I fucking hated it. I hated running. <laughs> I hated everything that had cutting with everything. I wanted nothing to do with it. I just loved winning so much that I trained my ass off. But the, the, the pain, the suffering, the sacrifice, it, it's part, part of it. And, it, it it breaks a lot of people. This is why a lot of people don't do sports like that because the training is so difficult and so hard and they give up. And same thing with the government. They want to, they want to break you. They want to do everything that they possibly can to say, you know what? I bit off more than I could chew. I'm going to, I'm going to back down. And Joe, you're the type of guy that's nah. I've been through this. I've been through this suck before. This is, this is nothing. I've, I, I've trained my whole life for this. Like how long did you box for? So I started in 1995 they retired in 2011, so I put in, you know, I had, you know, well over 60 amateur fights, 23 and one as a, uh, as a pro, 17 knockouts, so I fought, you know, for a long time, and, you know, you're right, I said that to people, I said, you know, when this whole thing started, I never wanted to be run for governor, I, I never wanted anything to do with politics, but sitting there watching these other people, and then, again, when I saw the names got thrown in the hat to run for governor, I said, oh, hell no, as soon as I saw Lombardo throw his name in, I said, what, what's the point of this? We're going to do Sislak 2.0 with a badge? Yep. No way. You know, and so that's really what it was. And, again, I do feel like, you know, there's a lot of us that have stepped up. All what we're doing, everybody on these radio shows, on any platform, we've all been called, you know, to serve in whatever ways we can outside of also when, when the time comes, you know, God, you know, you know if, if, the, if it's needed, you know, I know folks are we're going to step up, you know, and, and take that however you need to take it. Bottom line is I'm not letting this country – go, you know, to turn into a communist country. It's not going to happen. Not on my watch. Nope. And that's exactly what they want. And this is why right. they're pushing for, for a civil war. Cause if we get into a conflict, not, not only are we fighting each other and they, they, they we're distracted of the, who the true enemy is, but it also leaves us vulnerable to outside attacks from foreign nations who want to take control. The UN blue helmets might be marching in if we get into a civil war. And that's how they usher in a one world government. This is what they want. That's their end goal. I and mean, the vaccine, I think, was a giant depopulation operation as well, not just uh, not not just a control operation with the nano nanotechnology that communicates with each other. But I think it was to actually kill off people and, and contribute to depopulation. There's, no, there's nothing else. There's no other way to explain it. I mean, when you see how insane they were about getting this in every arm, when they're still trying to put it in children right now as we speak. And we know the data says three thousand. Kids are 3,000 times more likely to suffer debilitating adverse events from the jab than they are from COVID. As it stands right now, COVID is a, is a 0% mortality rate per our own CDC for kids. And yet you've got that psychopath in D.C., the same one holding our boys, is saying she's not going to let kids into the classroom unless they get the jab. What is in this thing? It's disgusting. You see the one guy on the news today, he goes, oh, God gave us two arms for a reason. One for the that flu vaccine, and one for the COVID vaccine. Like these, that? A guy on the that? news today. I'm going to buy Biden's White House health fucking minister. Yeah. He got two arms, a flu and a COVID. That's I, would, I, I, I don't know arms. if I would be able to contain myself. That's what I'm saying. I don't mean, uh, I'm, I'm with you, dude. I mean, that for me is like someone needs to get a, a boot in their ass. It's just, mm -hmm. we, we reached a point where there can't be any more, you know, again, the same thing they're doing to us here. They are calling us all these things when it's really them doing it. I'll never forget the summer of 2020 
when I watched our own city hall burn, they let police, you know, they, they, they went to the police station and, and graffitied it. They broke into businesses. These people didn't say a word. All of a sudden, what happened on January 6th is the equivalent of Pearl Harbor. Like these people have just lost yeah. their damn minds. It's it's La La Land. It's a total clown world. It's, it's, total it's Land, yeah. ups, upside down world. And and nobody every the problem is is people are scared to speak out. They're they're scared yeah. to speak. I, it's whether it's I don't like confrontation or I don't want to lose my job or whatever excuse that they may have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sick and tired of it. I, I, they're I, chicken, I, they're chicken shit. Yeah, you're a coward. I, exactly. chicken, I called my friend coward. a pussy right to his yeah, face yeah. the other day. You're yeah. a coward. Because- I'm, like I said, guys, I, I'm reached a point where I literally spent about ten racks buying medication, buying hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. I gave it out everywhere. And now I'm done. Like I'm right where is that right now? I'm telling people, stop being a fucking pussy. All right. The bottom line is stop. All right. We're done. And I'm done. You got to step up and fight for this country. People don't want to hear that. You don't like those words or those words a little too brash for you. Well, maybe you want to be locked in your house again. Maybe you want your, your, your car turned off, your thermostat adjusted for you. And then you don't get any food because your credit, your social credit score isn't where it needs to be. I mean, people better wake up. This is what's not, this, being nice. This is hundred oh, percent with you. I've, I, I've had uh, very extensive rants screaming at the camera because I'm so sick and tired and fed up of these cowards. It, it, it's I, I hate anonymity. I hate when people have anonymous accounts and they're, they're trying to speak the truth. I'm like, you're a coward. Like, Put your name, put your face behind what you're saying. Be like, this, uh, my name is James Curry, and this is what I stand for. This is what I believe in, and I'm willing to fight till till the end, till the death. But here's the deal, then. Come on to the baby. Come on the show. Huh? If you feel another way, come on the show. Let's chat it out. Well, but if it's you, mostly, if, I'm but, saying it's, it's our side. Like, I, 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 I understand that. Patriots. They're, they're scared because they don't want to lose their job. They don't want to cause conflict or ruffle any feathers. There's so many excuses that people give as to why that they're not speaking out against the injustice and the, the corruption. and the. Yeah, but then you know what? There's still, there's still these people, though. You got a guy in Vegas. I don't know what his show is. I forget what his show is called, but his name is Brian Shapiro. And Brian gets on and he goes nuts, right? He goes nuts. He's so far the other side. I actually like the guy. I mean, because, again, before all this crazy stuff happened, I used to have friends that were Democrats. We bust each other's balls. I'd say nice Obama shirt. It said hope. I said, you need to put a D in front of that for dope. We laugh. <laughs> it was nothing. No big deal. Yeah. Now all of a sudden people are trying to fight you over a MAGA hat or because God forbid you say make America great again. It's out of control. Like, I mean, the issue is this though. We've got the media is a captured operation and they just continue to pump this nonsense. You got all this data now showing how bad the jab was, that early treatment was the way, the lockdowns didn't work, the distance learning was a disaster. But then every day you still people going, thank you, governor, mandate me more, daddy. Okay? I mean, seriously. Like, look, look, at that. look at Cuomo did in New York. That guy should be hanging. Same right? with Phil Murphy in New Jersey. They, they, sent, they oh. sent them to nursing homes. People Wait, died. Well. Did, you guys, did you guys see this video? It was with uh, Bill Gates speaking to a bunch of uh, – three-letter agencies talking about certain vaccines can actually change a person's uh, mental state to make them more submissive. Did you guys oh, see yeah. that video? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, yep, I did. He's, he's uh, like they've been working with state. DARPA. You know, you get, you got to guys, you, have you guys got brought Judy Mikovich on your show yet? No, we haven't had Judy on. You, I, 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 Judy I, I, is like, oh man, like you, you, you want to just have your mind blown, like sit with her. She's like a Karen oh, Kingston. You just I'm sit there sure. and go. I I sat wow. down with Dr. David Martin and he blew. Yeah, there's another one. He blew. Yeah, he's he another blew one. Fucking mind. He's a he's an unbelievable human being. I'm sure sure they they did the pandemic documentary together. So I'm sure 
Judy is, is a wealth of information. Um, and I love what she's doing, fighting the good fight and speaking out. She got lost. She lost her entire career in the eighties for doing exactly what we're doing right now. She sacrificed everything to speak out against these evil tyrants and what Fauci was doing with AZT. It's, it's so wild to me how that community, the gay community was so angry at Dr. Fauci. Like there's signs and parades and protests about Dr. Fauci and how he was killing people with the AZT. And now those same people are literally govern me harder, daddy. Like, like yeah. they, they, it's insane. Like the, the, the cog, like they can't separate the two and be like, Hey, this guy tried to kill our entire community. Yeah. A decade ago. Maybe we shouldn't listen to what he's saying. No, instead and now we, they lined up, they lined up for the COVID jab and now they're lining up for the monkey packs vaccine, which by the way says hasn't been, you know, uh, tested on, on humans yet. Just like the boosters are now saying it's only been tested in mice. I mean, my God, can you imagine with a straight face taking your son or daughter, you know, young son or daughter in to get a booster? Trust me, I know some of these parents. They're 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 just gone. They're cuckoo, they're cuckoo yeah. for cocoa puffs. It's it's COVID it's, it's, broke their brain, or they they can't admit that they were wrong, or the, and now this is literally how they identify as people. Yeah. Yep, COVID is right. woven through that. And now uh, if, if they're going to not have, get their kids vaccinated or they're going to stop getting their boosters, then they have to come to terms with the fact that they were fucking wrong for the last two years. Two and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the they big, were. Big pillows. You see these people in their masks in the airport. You see them with their kids in masks. You just feel so bad because you know the truth is, the truth is two and a half years ago, if you were some nut job parent and you felt that your child needed to be wearing a mask during cold and flu, cold and flu season, CPS would have showed up at your door. You want to know I know that? Because I know these people, right? They would have showed up at your door Absolutely. and said, you can't have your kid in a mask for eight hours a day, man. We're sorry. But no, no, no. Because Fauci says it's okay, despite every test showing otherwise. University, a very I don't like the universities at all. I don't trust any of their uh, any of the information, especially these Ivy League schools. I don't trust them anymore. But they did put out a study on kids wearing masks and they said kids wearing masks for more than five minutes are breathing toxic levels of CO2. What kind of irreversible damage are we doing to these children? Like what what kind of issues are they going to have with their brain growth and their in their social skills because they couldn't breathe oxygen because you restricted it from them because they had to and wear not masks. only that they were remote learning and they weren't in actual classroom settings getting an actual education combined with the no oxygen from these masks two three years even now we're seeing it like they're they're reading comprehension their social skills everything is years behind where it should be and those are the most important development years. Like that's when kids learn the most and absorb the most. And, and it's sad because their entire life, they only know mm-hmm. lockdowns, mandates, masks, etc. They don't know anything else. Well, it's, parents had a parent had a great opportunity to spend a lot of time with their children in those two years or that whatever, having months mm-hmm. or years it was and to drop the ball on that as well. I mean, a lot of this goes back to the parents. You're letting other people raise your children. You're not taking the time out when you did have the opportunity, six months or whatever it was when they're out of school, to see what the teachers are teaching them on the on the on the monitor. And you could sit there and go over everything with your children, exactly how you want them to be raised. And they just wanted to get wasted all night long, push it off to the fucking teachers on the camera, and that was it. Part of the agenda. They did it. They did it in a Mao regime. They they want the state to raise your kids. They want the state to raise your children. There's a, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good parents. So that saw that stuff. Me being one of them. I had my niece here, my goddaughter, 
And, you know, for a lot of people that sign me, but, you know, coming from my family, your goddaughter is your goddaughter. And so I happened to be walking past and I got, got her one of her pamphlets. They sent home. I said, what, what is this? You know, she's now in a Catholic private school here in town, but it was unbelievable what I saw. And again, I mean, it's, I, I, my heart breaks for these children that are trapped in this stuff because it really is government run indoctrination camps, you know, get your kids out. And for the, and as, as you said, for the parents that are watching this, and are just expecting the teachers in the school to raise your kids, you know, do better, get, 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 you know, take your, take your job seriously because being a dad's the greatest job I've ever had. It's my favorite job. It's a job I would, I would never in a million years imagine not, you know, giving my hundred percent to, and we need to see more parents get involved on the daily basis with their kids. hundred percent. And I think, I think that we're seeing that for the first time ever. I think this has raised awareness in so many parents It started with the at home learning. So many parents got to see what the teachers were teaching the kids and they're like, wait, wait, what a second. This is, this is too much. Then they started sending home plant pamphlets talking about critical race theory, the transgender agenda, all these things. Parent at that point, a lot of parents started making different decisions, but still there's so many parents that are just like, you know what? School, school, go to school, kids. I, I get get away from you. Get away from me for six hours. I don't have to deal with you. Somebody else could deal with you. And yeah, they and- can play on their social media. Exactly. I see them. Trust me. I see these parents, man. It's you know, it's a sad thing. But hey, look, you know, we're, we could sit and bitch about it till we're blue in the face, or we're gonna have to take action, and that's what we're doing. We got to start recruiting people in every area that we can. And the only, the only, only thing, the only way to make sure nothing happens is to do nothing. So again, I mean, I, I'm grateful for this opportunity to be on the show with you guys. I think what you guys are doing, you'll never, you can never imagine how many people's, you know, hearts and minds you're going to get synced by, by doing a program like this and giving people an opportunity to hear this kind of conversation, to hear this kind of thought actually spoken out loud by four people that don't give a shit because we're done. We love this country. We love our, you know, our fellow Americans. And we don't want to see this country go to hell in a handbasket. So as long as we keep fighting, as long as we keep doing something, we're going to keep moving the chains. A hundred percent. I couldn't have said it better. We could keep you here literally all night, dude. We've had a blast. We definitely got to do this again. Uh, Absolutely. You're, you're I welcome. mean, I apologize for not getting on, but I tell you something, man, when I say I ran that race and it's funny you bring up training, I looked at it like, you know, if you ever, if you ever been, you know, training for a fight, opponent pulls out, you could be in training camp, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. It just keeps going. Or plenty of times, you know, I, people don't know this. I had the WBO, NABO belt. I had the WBC, USNBC belt. I was ranked number three in the world by the WBO, number seven by the WBC. And you'd have fights where, you know, you're in camp, you know, six, eight weeks. All of a sudden, your opponent cuts his eye, hurts an arm, whatever. And so you're, you're, you're either waiting for him or you're, you're taking someone else. And I just remember saying to myself, you know, at, at about the nine-month mark, I was like, this is just like an extended training camp, baby. Like, we're just going to put it in. And I did 82 flights to Vegas on Southwest, another wow. 70 something on, on, on jet suite. Right. And so going back and back and forth, it was insane. But I just remember there were days, I, they were, their days were 18 hours long. I was getting into the condo in Vegas, taking off my shoes, you know, looking, steaming a shirt in the shower. Cause I literally had to be suited and booted at 6am. And it was, you know, here it was 2am. It just, what it, it was what it was, but that's really what it's about is again, just getting in the fight and staying committed and putting it in every single day. And if we can keep doing this, we will save this country. Oh, without a doubt. Yes, I got to ask, what, what, was the, uh, what would you rather do? Train for another title or fight uh, for the governorship? 
I mean, if I'm tra- if I'm training to if I'm fighting for a title that I can win, I fight for a title any day of the week. Man. <laughs> this politics stuff sucks. It's horrible. It's nothing. And again, then you win. What do you get? You get a shit show. You got to deal with all these corrupt scumbags. At least when you're at least when you win a title fight, the spoils of war. You know, I'm not even going to talk about what Nothing's that is as better. a fellow fighter. You know what that is, but you know, it's just it's just there, and it's a great time, and uh, and you get to be the champ for a bit. So I'd rather be the champ, the people's champ, any day of the week than be. But I'll say right now, I can't. So the best way I can help this country and help my fellow citizens and the people I love and care about is to run for office and become governor. I don't want to be senator. Everybody already told me, Joe, you have a chance to do this. I want to be governor of the state. I love this state. I want to stay in Nevada. And until I fix these elections, I'm going to fight every single day until I get these machines out, get precinct level voting, clean up the voter ID, and get rid of AB321. And until then, you'll catch me fighting in a, in a local county commission near you. I I love it because uh, people don't realize. Well, 2020 really and 21 really highlighted how important the governors actually are. The governors make yep. decisions. Our Tenth Amendment is there for a reason. It's not. It was never so important in this country where you lived. And that governor, and again, we put, I mean, we would flex, we would give Florida a run for their money. I would like, I would make Ron DeSantis look like a schoolboy because that's how hard we would throw down the gauntlet on these people. I'd be doing so much hood rat shit with my friends. It would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It would be amazing. I would absolutely love it because it was, it's like I'm banned from so many stores, Joey. Like there's so many gas stations and local stores that I can't go to because I refuse to wear a mask. I, I, I won't do it. And it's funny that you brought brought up uh, training really hard and so on, pulling out my very first amateur fight. I, I had a uh, six, six week camp and I trained the day of the fight. The guy pulled out and they're like, you, I sold a bunch of tickets. I had friends and family coming down for my first fight. And uh, they're like, uh, you can either not fight or fight this guy. And I looked at him. He was it didn't look that big. They're like, yeah, it's at 180 pounds. I weighed in at 154. Yeah, that's not smart. <laughs> I went out and fought anyway, and I whooped his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I was awesome, man. But I, I, but I get, I, that's the exact feeling that I had. I was like, I trained my ass off. I cut all this weight. I put in all this time. Everybody's coming down to see me. Like, it's an amateur fight. Let's go. Let's. I'm here to fight. Like, I, that's what I trained to do. And uh, you got, you got to put on the boots and and go out and fight. Sometimes, even if you don't. Well, want you know what, man? Scott McKay, who's a friend of mine, he had said to me, you know, when the when the race was over. And it went the way he went. He goes, you know, brother, you know, I didn't want to say this way. You know, he did two events for me. He was such a, just a gentleman, just such a stud. And he said, you know, I didn't want to say this to you in the middle of it, but I always knew they were going to steal this from you. He goes, I knew you'd win. And I knew they'd steal it from me. And so it's hard to know. And you know, I was told by lots of people, man, a lot of, a lot of powers that be said, dude, you know, you're going to win this thing and they're going to steal it from you. But it's not till you go through it and actually have it happen to you that you really realize just how shitty it feels. I mean, what a, what a gut shot it is. To, you know, to put everything on the line, your family, your family name, your money, your daughter, that my daughter that went everywhere with me, my team in Vegas, my Vegas team from Southern Nevada that just fought every single day with me, my team up here in Northern Nevada and all the, like, the county leads. These people fought every day. They sacrificed everything. So you didn't just take this from me. You took this from all of us, and now, and now we're pissed off. Oh, your so. team works works super hard. I, I, I know Travis busts his tail for you. He's, he's constantly uh, working – working hard he's such a great dude i love travis and i'm sure he's in your ear a lot talking talking no, travis is who's texting me right now he's he's saying peter mccullough he's sending me names karen kingston for the show so travis is travis never oh, stops peter, he's peter, another awesome too we had peter on the show as well dr peter mccullough they're great great people, great um, people. 
No, you're I mean, listen, you're 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 a fighter. You're never no matter what anybody tells you, you're never going in to lose. Like it no. doesn't matter how how much the odds are stacked against you. You know, uh, you know, the old Rocky Balboa story. Apollo Creed was supposed to dominate him and he never thought he was going to lose. And he went out and fought the good fight. And even, even though you everybody's telling you, you're, you're never going to put that in your head. You're going to go out there. Well, and win. well, I did a video on never conceding. And I said to everybody, listen, it's not over when you lose. It's over when you quit. And we're not quitting. We're not quitting right now. Listen, man, I lost plenty of fights. Trust me in the streets as well. I mean, you need, you know, plenty. And you know what? You might lose a fight here and there, but it's we're in this thing to win the war. You know, we'll lose a battle here and there, but we're in this thing to win the war. And the war is the hearts and minds of our, our fellow countrymen and men and women and to protect this constitutional republic. So the fight continues, boys. You know, where there's no slowing down, there's only collecting other lions to run with us, and we're going to go do, do some damage. Let's go. You got a couple more lines to join you, man. We we appreciate you. Tell everybody where they could find you. Check out your podcast, Gloves Off. Uh, and if they want to contribute to your to what you what you're doing, where they can contribute, because uh, I'm a big believer in contributing to the the actual candidate, not the party. We know where the that money goes, not not to where it's supposed to. Um, so let everybody know where they can find you, man. Well, absolutely. You know, we're, we're syncing up a few things. I recently started another entity because, again, after the Gilbert for governor, they tell me I can't raise money through that anymore. So now I've got the United States Integrity Project. And this is going to be something where we're going after making sure that elections, that there's integrity in our elections and holding public officials appointed, you know, elected, however the hell they got into office, whether they were selected, elected, whatever they did. We're going to hold these clowns accountable. And that's what the United States Integrity Project is going to be about. So I tell people for right now, though, just go on joeygilbert.com. It's my fight. This thing has transcended me. It's gone from my boxing website to, to, to you know, into my many businesses. And now I'm going to put it to work as, you know, like I said, for, for the integrity of this country and for holding public officials accountable. So joeygilbert.com for, for, you know, for right now. And, and also there is a give, send, go that's linked to, to link to that, to the United States integrity project. So on that give, send, go, people can give money. And again, it's going directly to the fight. We're training people in County commissions. We're teaching them how to do their, their local meetings to, to, to bring everybody in and to go reset the, the, you know, the game, reset the bell in the local level. Oh, that's amazing. Well, li listen, I I'm out here in Vegas. Uh, either get my number from Travis or I'm going to email it to you. I will. Yeah, I'll get it from Travis right now. And, I should be uh, down there Saturday, so let's definitely let's definitely try and link up. Let's 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 get together. I want to I want to uh, get involved and help help any way that I can because I love what you're doing, man. And uh, just keep uh, doing what you guys are doing, man. Thank you guys for the platform for the opportunity, and I'll I'll check in again soon. Oh, 100 percent. Well, Joey Joey Gilbert, we appreciate your time, man. We're rooting for you big time. Thank you. Uh, keep up the good fight. God bless Thanks, you and your family because uh, uh, we need fighters like you guys. Uh, it's it's truly a blessing to have you on here. We'll be back next week. Actually, I'll be back Friday for Freedom Fridays with my man Alan Jacoby. Um, come and hang out with us every Friday. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Kush Cream's number one topical in the game. 21-time cannabis cup award winning. Uh, if you come down on Saturday, Joey, I'll bring you a couple. This stuff is I've used every pain cream. You're a fighter. You've been probably probably got aches and pains like no other like I do. This stuff. Yeah, the hands. Yeah, dude, hands man, sure. it, it's amazing what I love about it. You're not lotiony. You don't feel like greasy or anything. Like that. It absorbs very quickly. Um, but it works really well. Uh, so I'll bring you some uh, if you come down this weekend. Uh, go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA for 15% off. Also, Sirius CBD. We got confirmation that a Sirius CBD is still for sale, so go to Sirius-CBD.com. Get the number one CBD in the planet. Code WPRUSA. I don't know how much we're getting discounts right now, but you'll get some sort of discount. I'm sure Justin left something there for us. And can't forget Mikey Pello Gang. Go Join Mikey Pello Gang at mypello.com slash WPRUSA. 
pick up the Giza sheets, the chancletas, slippers for the winter. They're like walking up. I fucking love those slippers. The Mikey Pillow slippers are amazing. Go to mypillow.com or mystore.com slash WPRUSA. Get yours today. We'll be back next week, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, where we go one, we go all. We go all. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine, is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged 
in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.